Welcome to episode six of the UK Housing Market Podcast, and today is a budget special. Welcome to the UK Housing Market Podcast with your host Anish Patel and Tom Thomas Honor. So, man like Rishi's come through for everybody. Anish, <laughs> tell us everything we need to know, mate. Yes, man like Rishi has just actually just extended the stamp duty holiday. So if anyone listened to our previous podcasts and our predictions, like <laughs> this just shows that no one knows what is going to happen. Literally just straight extension up to the 30th of June 2021 for properties up to 500,000. And mm-hmm. then it's tapered off slightly. So any transactions after that there's no subject you pay well, up to 250,000 pounds right yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm I'll be honest Tom I'm speechless to it's like I, was, I know you know, I know you're watching the budget at the same time as me and I was like all right surely there's more what's the yeah. caveat nothing just straight and I'm like wow here we go yeah. again what do you think? Yeah, I mean, I think I, I do like the fact that he's taping it off after June because I think we spoke a few times and said this cliff edge approach at the end of June is just too much. So I kind I like the fact that it's being reduced from five hundred thousand to two fifty for an extra three months thereafter to kind of slowly phase it out. I think that's a good step. But yeah, I mean, I'm still pleasantly surprised. But um, yeah, it's I didn't didn't quite expect it to be like a flat a flat extension and then a further extension, which I think was never even reported in the press, was it? You know, the press have no. been, all these leaks have been quite good to getting stuff right. Mate, and the times I didn't read that it. anywhere. The times, times didn't, have, didn't it. have it, mate. That's it. So I'm not reading that anymore. He kept that one close to his chest, put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. So that was a nice little pleasant surprise. Yeah, and then we had obviously had the, the mortgage guarantee scheme as well. Yeah, mate. Um, so 95%. That's just, uh, I was going to say, you know, should we, do another pod on that i was thinking because i've had a lot of um if anyone knows me I, I do a lot of tiktok stuff and i've had people left right and center like good and bad so i think we should definitely do another pod on that at some point but we'll yeah, touch yeah. on that um yeah. yeah mate like that's a game changer for so many people you know like forget about the negatives and the positives if that makes sense but on the positive side of it it's just people can afford to buy a house you know have a roof yeah. over their head and not worry about that additional 5% stamp duty, if that makes sense. So, yeah, yeah. good news all around, mate, to be honest. Yeah, just in a summary, I think I think that probably does warrant its own episode to go through it in a bit more detail. Yeah. But just a quick summary then, you've got the, it's a new help to buy mortgage guarantee scheme, which basically means is the government are going to protect the lenders for any borrowing above 80%. So it means they've got a bit more comfort going into that higher loan to value market space. Yeah, kind of kick kickstart from April. Um, we'll bring an episode before then to give you the lowdown and everything. But essentially, it means that where there was literally no lenders in the ninety five percent market before, or there was a few actually, but pretty much only you know, very few people were eligible for them. It was a kind of yeah, yeah. regional building societies with regional people or some really quirky stuff. So there wasn't really any ninety five percent borrowing. It's coming back. It's good news. Um, it's going to help more people get them out. We don't know the ins and outs of it just yet, um, but I think. You know, as we get that, you know, perhaps next week's pod or, or, or certainly between April, we'll get we'll get some more information out to you guys on that. Hundred percent, mate. Um, but this stamp duty thing, mate. What we can like? What I'm just concerned about is people going out and buying houses again. And you know, we touched about on the last podcast regarding searches and things like that. Like literally straight away yesterday, I'm sure it was the same for you. Too, like, oh, 
we're going. We're, we, you know, like they're ready to go. Like people are like, let's yeah. get another in. And like clients, yeah, for example, yeah. who are moving um, rental properties into limited companies, you know, trying to, because um, it's more tax efficient because I've seeked advice from the tax advisor. Mm-hmm. Now they want to get that going again. Just, I just think from my personal opinion, he should have had some, like I know he's tapered it off, which is quite nice, but I think he should have had a cutoff point in order to see, because I still believe in my honest opinion that we're still going to come to a similar situation because the part of the country that you're in and the part of the country that I'm in, house price is around £500,000. That's pretty much, you know, you are going to, if you're looking to buy a house, that's what you're looking at, at a minimum, most likely, you know. Yeah. So what's going to happen to those people that still don't complete? You know, it's just going to be an uproar again. So I think I really believe that they should have had something in place for that again, just for people. Yeah. What do you think? Yeah, yeah, I think that's I mean, you know, house prices are um, we're not quite as uh, hefty as your prices. But <laughs> yeah, we, you know, for a house, you're looking at probably, you know, a, a small sort of two bed starting at 250, but family home sort of free 350 in my area, I would say. And then, oh, really? The, Mate, can I come live with you? Yeah, mate, you'll get you'll get a palace where we are. Oh, mate, I need to move to where, where are you from? Ox Brackley, Mr. Brackley. How, how Mr. can Brackley. I not know, mate? Yeah, yeah. So we're like we're we're classed as Northamptonshire, but our prices are more in line in tune with Oxfordshire because we're right on that border. And as you yeah, go into yeah, Oxford, yeah. the uh, close to Oxford, the prices increase as well. So yeah, we're not quite at the dizzy heights of you you guys, but it's still you know it's, it's pretty expensive. Yeah, yeah, um, and yeah, I, I think you know I think he's probably done the best he can with it. Um, I don't know if there is ever going to be a solution where no matter what they do, there's always going to be this, you know, people trying to rush to get in and do it. You know, maybe yeah. you could have brought in like an exchange before the end of That's what May, I was thinking, something like that, possibly. That's what I was thinking, like something like have your offer by this date or exchange by this date, you know, something just like that. So you're setting people's expectations at ease, whereas in like yeah. right now, it's just 30 for June. Like, yeah. You know, like you saw what happened at the start of March when everyone's sort of solicitors in the nicest way possible were shitting themselves, right? Yeah. Clients were shitting themselves because they didn't know whether they're going to complete on the property in time. Like everyone yeah. was just like in panic mode. And well, that's going to happen at the start of June again. Everyone's going to yeah, be in yeah. panic mode again. Yeah. So, you know, we'll be there for the ride. Put it that way. <laughs> Yeah, it's going to stay busy, mate. It's going to stay busy. And I think, you know, going back to these 5% deposit mortgages, the 95% lending as well, I've had people um, sort of messaging me already saying, does that mean I can borrow more? Does it mean, what can it do for me? I think the bottom line with that is that it doesn't mean you can borrow more. It just means you can put in less deposit. You know, that yeah. it's going to be quite a strict affordability criteria as it yeah. is with all high loans of value products. So, sure. you know, your, your borrowing rate's not going to increase. You just got to save less deposit. Um, so, you know, and it's always better to put in more deposit if you can. So this does open the doors for people that perhaps, you know, the only thing that's holding them back at the moment is saving because it means they've got to save half the deposit they would have done ordinarily. But yeah, it's, um, so that's really good news. But yeah, it's still going to be quite strict affordability. We know we've got the kind of six big banks on board. Um, Interestingly, it sees that it's actually more like a self-funding scheme rather than a government back scheme. So it looks like all these lenders are having to pay a premium into a pot to cover the losses. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can see potentially higher arrangement fees um, as a result of that, maybe rather than the sort of typical 999, maybe more like 1500. Um, but we'll see. That's just my, my opinion on it. And I'd be interested to see what happens with the rates as well. You know, obviously with 10% rates floating around sort of the, the, the three to three and a half percent mark on a two year, you know, it'd be interesting to see. More, what mate, like 3.8, some of them I've seen. Yeah. Crazy. Yeah. 
So it'd be interesting to see what they are on that, whether they're just the same because they've got this indemnity or whether they, you know, come in a little bit higher as you would expect. And what then what happens with the 10% rates? Because if the introduction of, of, of 5%, you would think the 10% rates would come down because yeah, yeah. they'll be less sought after. But who knows? It's going to be interesting to see how it pans out over the next you know, couple of months or so. But that's that's April, isn't it? That's coming in. So yeah. you know, we don't really know much until then, really. I think we definitely do another podcast next week on it. It's relevant. People want to know about it. You know, I'm sure everyone that's listening, um, there's a lot of people that could benefit. Tom, question for you is, what are you telling your clients if they're trying to benefit to complete before the 30th of June? What are you advising them? Uh, <laughs> well, they need to be quite, they need to be quite advanced already. So yeah. we've got people that are perhaps just thinking of putting their house on the market um, or it's on the market, but they've not sold yet. And for me, I've, I've said, look, so what we do is in our, my role as a mortgage broker is you kind of help people ascertain their budget and that includes accounting for associated costs. So I'm giving them a budget with and without the stamp duty, but saying, yeah. look, really, we should be accounting for the stamp duty. If you meet, if for some reason, the, you know, the world's align and everything pans out and you don't have to pay stamp duty, it's a bit of a bonus, but actually you need to be accounting for it really. Um, particularly if you've not got a buy already. It's just, I think, you know, it's going to be very, very tough. For those people that have kind of just got a buyer or maybe just quite early in the process, I think they've still got an outside chance of doing it. But again, you know, I'm telling people, you know, you need to be preparing for the worst, I guess, yeah. and hoping for the best. I think it's still a similar... The main reason of the original extension, I mean, the original stamp holiday was first-time buyers, really, right, just to get the market moving to them they are the ones that technically can benefit from this because they're chain free. If they're yeah. buying a chain free property, as we, as we said in previous podcasts, it's all going to come down to the searches and things like that. But yeah, when you're in a chain, that's when things are just going to be it's out of your hands, hands, isn't it? Because yeah. you've got, you know, you've got people at the bottom or top of the chain that are slow with their mortgage or there's inquiries outstanding or there's problems with theirs, you know, whatever it might be. Whereas you're right, you know, I think the people that can perhaps still benefit from this right away are people first-time buyers or people that have come off the come off the ladder temporarily you know looking to get back on it again you know, people yeah. that are change free you know they've got a, the better chance of doing it it's still going to be pretty tough to get through and obviously as we edge towards the end of march you know they, those chances are dwindling further and further but you know there is still an outside chance to, to, to make it happen it can be done it's just you know you need a lender that's going to be pretty quick off the market issue an offer pretty swiftly and you need a solicitor that can work quickly. The, the big thing is the solicitor can only work as quick as the searches. So it really depends on the local authority. <laughs> and like, like we know, we keep going yeah, back to yeah. poor old Bedfordshire. Is it Bedfordshire? Yeah, poor old Bedfordshire, Bedfordshire is like, I don't know what they're doing to get their searches. They must be using typewriters and, uh, and uh, I don't know, um, pigeon carriers to, to send them to and from solicitors. But, oh. you know, they're, they're, their search is just ridiculous. You're not going to, realistically, you're not going to get through in no, time. So you, you, need the lo- you need search to be quick, solicitors to be quick, mortgage offer to be quick. And a lot of good luck on your side and you're probably going to be all right. Well, mate, on LinkedIn yesterday while I was scrolling, I saw about four posts for different solicitor firms basically saying, we're hiring. (laughs) So, Mm. and it's not even a case of like, you know, they've got loads of leads which they can just give to the solicitor. It's not a thing of like, you know, you you come and you bring your own clients. We've got too many clients now, too many people want to use us. So, yeah, I was speaking to a solicitor yesterday saying exactly the same. He's saying he's... um, hiring 17 new solicitors before yeah. June. Yeah. And that's just, that's before the announcement they were doing that anyway, just to keep up with pipeline cases. So it's incredible. And I also saw as well on, um, 
on Knowledge Bank, which people that are in our industry will know what that is, but it's mm. just basically a bit of tech that we use to help us do our job. But on their interest list, and a couple of lenders, but there was only two saying that they are not accepting applications for people looking to complete before the end of March. Oh, really? I didn't even know that. Yeah. This was before the announcement. So obviously now there's an extension, I'm assuming. Oh, see, that, yeah. Yeah, but So basically they're saying anyone that wants to complete before the stamp duty, we're not accepting applications. I don't know why that is. I'm assuming it's because they're at capacity and they can't guarantee an offer in a you know, a quick enough time to make it happen. Yeah, they just don't want the potential risk of complaints and stuff I as a result of that. costs to them as well, right? As a, like a mortgage lender, so to speak, like they have to, a lot of them, they charge arrangement fees, which usually clients add to the loan. And then if there's like a free vow, they've actually got someone like an underwriter or a process of reviewing all the documents. So they're paying yeah, for that yeah. time. So they're thinking, well, there's a good chance that a lot of these won't complete. So they're going to actually yeah. run out of loss at the same time because they'll still have to pay those people's wages. Are yeah. actually working and not on furlough, so to speak, you know. So, yeah, yeah, that exactly. actually makes sense in a roundabout way. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Like I say, it was only a, it was some of the more obscure lenders. In fact, one of them I didn't even heard of before, so oh, nice. more of a specialist lender. But yeah, I don't think any of the big boys are at that place yet. You know, they're, lap, they're lapping it up, aren't they? Lapping up all the applications. So yeah, yeah, I think we're in for a busy, busy next sort of three to six months. Given that the stamp duty, there's going to be some sort of incentive on until the end of September. So um, mate, cancel, gonna... cancel that holiday to Dubai, mate. I know, mate. Yeah. I'll just you lose say... the message yet. No, not yet. Um, normally going September to this. So uh, all right, you might be all not... right then. Uh, yeah, I just don't know, mate. The way things are right now, I think maybe October, November time. You know, might have to change it to. But let's see. You know, fill your boots see. until then. Yeah, You'll be burnt what out come the end of September. If you're looking to buy. You better start now. <laughs> yeah, well, that's the. That's the I think that's the. Uh, the uh, underlying message to everyone right, is, now mate you've got three you know, no actually you've got march april may well, three nearly four months so you if you get something in now you've got a good chance i would say if yeah. you're not in a chain forget about being in a chain but chain free but yeah start looking now yeah get on it because i think yes yeah. the thing is a lot of people don't know how long it takes for this to all happen and pan out and you right. think well, that's a long time surely we can get it done but yeah, the reality yeah. is at the moment there's such an increase in volumes <laughs> of everything from mortgages to solicitors valuers everyone's under strain so things are taking twice as long as normal so yeah, yeah get, get going get out there get viewing get some offers in um cool. I think that's about a wrap mate to be honest yeah yeah that's it, mate. So next week looks like we're going to be covering off the, the, the new 95% mortgage guarantee product because we've got a few bits of information already, but yeah, I think more is going to be it. coming out from the lenders and the government over the next week or so. So we'll, we'll do an episode on that, um, which so if you want to know more about that, tune in next week. But yeah, otherwise, I think that's us for today. Thanks for listening. Thanks for subscribe and listen to, you know, whatever you do, like, share our post if you can. We appreciate it. Um, but other than that, yeah, thanks for listening to us um, ramble on. You're forgetting something, mate. Go on. Tell them to leave us a review, mate. <laughs> leave us a review, yeah, yeah. I thought you were going to say you forgot. One. <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say you forgot something. Top, Tottenham won at the week because it's the first time we've won since we've been recording oh, this mate, podcast. Let's, so I thought we let's, were. Let's um, not talk about football, right? Because like, I'm happy right now, and then are you going to make me sad, mate? If anyone's listening, me and Tom are both Spurs fans. So when we're both sad, we're sad together. And when we're happy, we're happy together. <laughs> yeah, well, we won at the weekend, so we're yeah. all good. But we've got a game tonight, so Brilliant. yeah, we might, might not be. Yeah, yeah. So I reckon 2-0 yeah, in the bag. Oh, mate, I'm not going to say anything. Bail to net one again. <laughs> we'll see. Well, next time, you, by the time we listen to the next one, we'll have the result on that. So we'll let you know if my prediction was correct. Yeah, definitely. But perfect. Look, we'll see everyone next week. Cheers, mate. All the best. Right. Take care.
The latest. The latest UK property news.